0: hello this is tiffany the thought process of tiffany i'm coming to you i'm in the dark (laughs) hurricane michael came and um we got wind and rain but i'm coming to you at a time that i am i'm feeling very vulnerable i'm feeling like i'm a failure i'm feeling like that nothing can't go right for me, but I know that I have a purpose, I have a plan, I have a journey that I need to that I need to go on that I need to tell you about. I'm here dealing with loneliness, I'm dealing with <sighs> I'm dealing with knowing that I want the relationship and the love and the man that I want and but every time I turn around, it's always that I'm at a hotel. I'm always at a hotel. It don't matter that I go to dinner and he takes me back home and he respects me. And he calls me. But you got to always take me to a hotel. I I don't need to be at a hotel. I deal with sex addiction. I deal with an addiction that takes over your mind, it takes over your being, it takes over your soul. And once you start it, you cannot stop it. I don't need nobody who can't call me every day, who who can only call me one or two times a day, you, one or two times a week. What what is that? And then you expect to see me and want to have sex with me. No. I'm manic. I'm bipolar. When you're bipolar and you go into a manic mode, you instantly want to have sex because you're on a high. You got that anxiety. And that anxiety is so high, you need to come down. You got to come down. So you you know it's either drugs, it's alcohol, or sex. Sex is the biggest one. That drug will make you intoxicated. It will make you drunk. It will make you sick. It will take you into places and things you ain't never been. You might think that you can go and have fun and you are sick with that person cuz you want to be around that person and know what that person doing and you are indebted and you are intoxicating that person cuz that addiction on that person. That person has a lust on them, you have a lust on you. You want that power, that sex addiction power. You you want that feeling. You want the feeling. You need to be needed. You need to feel loved. You need to feel touched. You ain't in love. You're in love with the feeling. you in love with that sex. You're in love with, with having it. You're in love with wanting it. You're in love with watching it. That's what you're in love with. And then after you feel bad, you want to crawl in a fetal position. You want to cry. You want to go drink it away. You want to go get some drugs and do and, and snort it away and do whatever you got to do. <laughs> or you want to go take a lot of pills and drug up and go to sleep because you feel so bad. Sex addiction makes you feel good and it bring you down. And I, I slipped up two weeks ago. But I can't slip again, cause it takes you to porn and it takes you to things and you look at stuff that you aren't supposed to look at and you do things you don't supposed to do and you go out all types of night and you well, you get into this pattern, sex, sex, sex because that addiction is so high and you be on a high and then anxiety is wanting you, is telling you to go out, do this, do that. And sometimes you can't look at pictures, and sometimes you can't be in groups, and sometimes you can't even do things that you normally would do because that sex addiction is killing you. It ain't killing your body. It's killing your soul and your spirit and your being. You're dying daily to that sex addiction. And I have been dying daily to it. (laughs) in many ways than one. And that's just physical. Sometimes it's looking, sometimes it's doing. Sometimes being around people that have a sexual spirit on them. And they and they say these lustful things and say stuff. And you don't know that you don't need to be around that. You know, sex addiction is evil. Sex addiction is something that only God can cure that. Only God can deliver that that because this thing here it takes you through hell, and I'm tired of it, but I'm here to help anybody who's going through it because I'm going through it with you, I'm going trying to keep myself together, not being things I'm supposed to be thinking things I'm supposed to think, not not trying to. Be in the temptations and the things and the triggers. So I just wanted to say that. And I hope that uh, you all know that you're still okay with sex addiction. You're still awesome and amazing. And you, God love you. He love you. He love you. He might not love your mistake, but he love you, and he gonna be there for you in your mistake. You wonder why you here living to tell it, and you done been through so much because you got a story to tell about your sex addiction. You got a story to tell about you, and it's nothing wrong with you. I will come back with some stories. I will come back with some type of story to tell you about my sex addiction. Um. But know that you are not by yourself. You are not by yourself. It's more people than you that got it. So you be blessed. Bye-bye. And this is Tiffany with our process of Tiffany. Hello. This is Tiffany. The thought process of Tiffany, I'm coming to you. I'm in the dark. (laughs) Hurricane Michael came. And um, we got wind and rain. But I'm coming to you at a time that I am, I'm feeling very vulnerable. I'm feeling like I'm a failure. I'm feeling like that nothing can't go right for me but i know that i have a purpose i have a plan i have a journey that i need to that i need to go on and i need to tell you about i'm here dealing with loneliness i'm dealing with <sighs> i'm dealing with knowing that i want the relationship and the love and the man that i want and but every time i turn around it's always that i'm at a hotel I'm always at a hotel. It don't matter that I go to dinner and he takes me back home and he respects me. And he calls me. But you got to always take me to a hotel. I, I don't need to be at a hotel. I deal with sex addiction. I deal with an addiction that takes over your mind. It takes over your being. It takes over your soul. And once you start it, you cannot stop it. I don't need nobody who can't call me every day, who who can only call me one or two times a day, you, one or two times a week. What What is that? And then you expect to see me and want to have sex with me. No. I'm manic. I'm bipolar. When you're bipolar and you go into a manic mode, you instantly want to have sex because you're on a high. You got that anxiety. And that anxiety is so high, you need to come down. You got to come down so you you know it's either drugs it's alcohol or sex sex is the biggest one that drug will make you intoxicated it'll make you drunk it'll make you sick it will take you into places and things you ain't never been you might think that you can go and have fun and you are sick with that person because you want to be around that person and know what that person is doing and you are indebted and you are intoxicating that person because that addiction of that person. That person has a lust on them. You have a lust on you. You want that power, that sex addiction power. You, You want that feeling. You want the feeling. You need to be needed. You need to feel loved. You need to feel touched. You ain't in love. You in love with the feeling. You in love with that sex. You in love with with having it. You in love with wanting it. You in love with watching it. That's what you in love with. And then after you feel bad, you want to crawl in a fetal position. You want to cry. You want to go drink it away. You want to go get some drugs and do and, and snort it away and do whatever you got to do or you want to go take a lot of pills and drug up and go to sleep because you feel so bad. Sex addiction makes you feel good and it brings you down. And I, I slipped up two weeks ago, but I can't slip again. Because it takes you to porn and it takes you to things and you look at stuff that you aren't supposed to look at. And you do things you don't supposed to do and you go out all types of night And you you get into this pattern, sex, 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 because that addiction is so high. And you be on a high and then anxiety is on and you, it's telling you to go out, do this, do that. And sometimes you can't look at pictures, and sometimes you can't be in groups, and sometimes you can't even do things that you normally would do because that sex addiction is killing you. It ain't killing your body. It's killing your soul and your spirit and your being. You're dying daily to that sex addiction. And I have been dying daily to it In many ways than one. And that's just physical. Sometimes it's looking. Sometimes it's doing. Sometimes being around people that have a sexual spirit on them. And they they say these lustful things and say stuff. And you don't know that you don't need to be around that. You know, sex addiction is evil. Sex addiction is something that only God can cure that. Only God can deliver that, that because this thing here it takes you through hell, and I'm tired of it. But I'm here to help anybody who's going through it because I'm going through it with you. I'm going, trying to keep myself together, not being things I'm supposed to be thinking, things I'm supposed to think, not not trying to. Be in the temptations and the things and the triggers. So I just wanted to say that, and I hope that uh, you all know that you're still okay with sex addiction. You're still awesome and amazing, and you, God love you. He love you, he love you. He might not love your mistake, but he love you, and he gonna be there for you in your mistake. You wonder why you here living to tell it, and you done been through so much because you got a story to tell about your sex addiction. You got a story to tell about you, and it's nothing wrong with you. I will come back with some stories. I will come back with some type of story to tell you about my sex addiction. Um. But know that you are not by yourself. You are not by yourself. It's more people than you that got it. So you be blessed. Bye-bye. And this is Tiffany with our process of Tiffany. Jordan Dolores was in a bookstore. Looking at books. Researching books. Thinking about what she was going to write. She had a presentation. She had a thing she had to do. Talk to some bloggers the next morning at 8 a.m. She knew she had to be busy. But at the corner of her eye. Walked in this guy with a black backpack. Black slacks. Gray shoes. A grayish shirt and he was beautiful he was handsome he had debonair he had swag he had some amazement to him he looked quiet he looked amazing and she could smell his cologne far away from her in the section at the table where she was he walked by he looked at her and he smiled he said nothing. She got up from the the table. And she went around trying to find him. And there he was. She wanted to speak to him, but she could not. She didn't know what to say. But it it was as if they had a connection. But they didn't know how to speak to each other. So she went back to her table. And she kept doing her research. But he had beautiful brown eyes. And he was six feet tall and dark-skinned and slim. And he just gave her this presence of amazement without saying anything. And she wanted to know his name. She wanted to know about him. She wanted to hear his voice. She wanted to know what he did. He was awesome to her. And she wished she said something.